Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 302. This is Russ. And two weeks in a row, full house. Not the show Full House. We have a Full House. We're all you didn't here. watch Full House? I, you know, I, 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 I was a little too old for Full House when Full yeah, House was, was a thing. Too. It's I aged out. out. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Me too. But yeah, we're not, we're not here to talk about Full House. But we're so old that just being here is, a, is our bar that we all showed up. Yep, we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we all came to talk about Gerald and his dog. Yes, and his and his retcon girlfriend. <laughs> so the the voices you hear since I said full house is we have Aaron Newworth, hey. Mister Chub Toad Sheldon, Yo. Jim Dietz, hi there, and Daryl Doctor Current Taylor. Yeah, you know Daryl had kids too. That's next episode. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I was waiting <laughs> for the. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, we'll get into it. But I thought. How funny would it be if next week they like revealed what happened within the last ten months, and there was like a child that I also. Dare had a secret family, <laughs> and the baby has a little bit of razor stubble. You know, <laughs> the right places. Hair in front of his eyes. He has a little, little, little baby blue crossbow on his back, and, and at the end of the season. <laughs> at the end of the season, the baby comes out when they need it most with yeah. a little crossbow. Right. Riding on the secret tiger cub that she's been yeah. using at the loaded. <laughs> yeah. Time to kick ass. Tattoo on his arm says mom. <laughs> He's got the other wing on his back. Yeah. Uh, yes. And the little baby wing. Yes. Little ass kicker too. Little ass kicker too. <laughs> you know what he calls his son? Son. Yeah, yes. Like his dog, yeah. Yes, like his son. dog. Well, we learn in this episode that he wasn't the one that came up with that brilliant name. Yeah, we got. The, oh, yeah, we were. It's a we're, family thing. We got plenty of things. Inquiring minds wanted to know, and we got the yeah, answer. Exactly. I, I don't want to say this episode was about as good as the one on Lost, where Jack got his tattoos. But I mean, we're in that territory. <laughs> <laughs> there were things to appreciate about this episode, I, and yeah. then after the cold, then after the cold open, it kind of went downhill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's. I we uh, we don't have any news. I haven't heard any news. I mean, didn't we get enough from just this episode? Well, true. You know, it'd be fun if it's if they started doing the trailer for the Walking Dead movies as installments of like the um, like they used to do with the Walking Dead like mini like thirty second clips or whatever like five yeah. like. They did like five second clips of the trailer for like three years before the movie came. Out. Nice. Yeah. They just keep going back. Yeah. It'd be kind of great. We can see what happened with T Dog. Finally. We can get the story never told. <laughs> yeah. The, the, 
the the that's untold world, story of T Dog. That's what the world beyond should have been. I feel like the demands the T Dog prequel. That's right. When he saved those kids in that orphanage, he drove that school bus. Man, so cool. He's destroyed two tanks. <laughs> All right, we're so not here to talk about track. you. Okay, so, so, so find me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who, who did this one? David Boyd. Oh, I do. I do want to say. I do want to say real quick. Yeah. Uh, in, in Australia, uh-huh. they're celebrating season ten, uh, The Walking Dead, with a brain burger made from lamb brain. Nah, I'm not. No. Nah. Wow. I don't know. What, I, don't I, don't, really, I don't. even I don't know what to say it. about that. Mm-mm. It's a panko encrusted lamb brain patty with oak leaf lettuce, tomato, rhubarb, beetroot, ketchup, and nope. a sl- slather of brainays between two charcoal colored buns. And I don't accept that in my world. Mm-mm. Nope. It's also a limited edition. It's only six hundred fifty or made at each of these uh, restaurants. Wow! And here I okay. said there was no news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm, that's, I'm here for you, bud. Thanks, man. Wow! <clears throat> yeah. Wow! So if you're in Australia, if you're one of our Australia listeners, and you like lamb brains, and who doesn't really? <laughs> See, why did Col- why did Callum Reevy have to emigrate to the to the U.S.? He should have he should have stayed where he was. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We'd have had a, for us. We'd have had a man on the street. Uh, just kidding. All right. Um. So episode so season ten episode eighteen. Find me. This was an interesting episode. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't. Ex- I guess I wasn't expecting uh, a flashback episode. Mostly. Um, Have they done? This is such a stupid question. I know as I ask it. Have they done a flashback episode before? Now I know the answer. There's one answer already. It's one of those Morgan episodes, which is technically a flash. It's like, but it's not even a flashback. It's more of we're just starting here. Like this is one that actually has like. You know, months ago on the on the screen and everything. Have we done that before? Um, well, the the governor episode. I like even then. That's that's more like we revisited a certain time from a different perspective. Was, I know what you're yes. saying because I, yeah, I don't yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like no, I mean, yes, in, I follow. We start you. in the present and then it's like five months ago or whatever, five years ago or whatever. No, I think the most we get is like seventy two you know, hours ago. And then like yeah. forty eight hours ago, and then twenty foot. You, you know, it's 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 more or, you know, two. You know, it's it's within a within a short period of time. I can't think of one that's been like this where it's like five years ago. You know, where it. I know listeners are yelling at us. So like, I know like Alpha had an episode that was her backstory, yeah. and like Beta had Jesus, right. Alpha right. and Beta had their backstory right. episodes. But I'm trying to yeah, and we've had like the glimpses to like mm. the before times with like Rick and the gang or whatever. Right, right. Very very few though. Which yeah. is odd, right? I also know a couple times where they've uh, they've like gone to one plot point and then started back in the timeline to another yeah. group gets to that plot point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I mean that's somewhat of a flashback. Right. But not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So a Daryl and his dog. Um so he's getting ready to take off. He's having trouble for some reason starting his motorcycle. Um Carol shows up, finds his map on the ground, um, and then kind of hangs on to it. I, I I must say I did like the brother sister banter fight between the two of them. Uh, oh yeah, the opening's great. Yeah, the, 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 this cold open <laughs> yeah. was was great. Um, 
<laughs> no, I'll go back one step further, by the way. Like, the, the, apparently this, like, opens, like, a CW show now where, like, Daryl's narrating the events of what led up to where we are in the series. <laughs> in the most, in the most, yeah, because uh, last week it was, uh, it was, who was it last week? Was it Maggie? It was Maggie. Yeah, yeah it was Maggie. And the, I hope it's the, I hope it's the character it focuses on every week. Now I'm now. Barry Allen, and I'm the fast. Yes, <laughs> but but the Daryl recap was run, Daryl, run. It, it was the I'm most Darryl disinterested recap. I am the slowest man alive. <laughs> it was disinterested, Russ. It, it it seemed like the most disinterested recap. It was just like they kind of went was. to Norman Reedus at the eleventh hour, like, "Hey, man, we need you to read this." Um, <laughs> And we're only doing one take. So just like, and he's just like, oh. Yeah, then there was a girl, and then there's a dog, and then the dog. Here's what this is, like, supposed to do. Like, I I guess just a different approach to a previously on, but it's like, we've been doing that for years. What's what's the difference now? (laughs) Like, that's a weird thing. Yeah. And, Are we trying? I don't think we're winning over new followers or new uh, watchers by like having a compounded version of what the show is right now. And I think that's what that's what throws me off is you know because you know for ten seasons, you know they haven't done it this way, and now to just get this previously on, and you know like we were doing this and we were wrong, and we thought we finally made it. You know, it's just like it's it's just like oh god, okay. Um, I, I I don't know. I didn't mind it so much. I didn't. It was noticeable and a big change, but I didn't really. I guess. Oh yeah, like, like, like I'm not W. It didn't bother me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not hinging the quality of this episode on the recap provided before it even started. Right, just, right. It's noticeable enough where it's like, oh, that's a okay. We're doing this now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hinging the quality of this episode based on the, exactly how did this propel our story forward. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I look at all all of these six episodes, these quote bonus episodes. I, I don't see any of them really doing much to forward the story. I I literally think this right. is, hey, we've got to. This is a way for us to give content until we figure out how we can do this on a larger scale and keep everything, you know, kind of lighter and 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 tighter. So. Which it, it shows. It shows in all yeah, the yeah. reviews of this as far as, you know, uh, meanders, meanders. That's a constant word I hear from both. We'll get to the Buster ratings as well as just mm-hmm. other reviews from the of the episode from other, you know, TV critics. So. It, it's almost like I just look at it as it, would it have been better to have nothing or at least to get something? And then we're just. Well, I was happy that we got something and there were some good moments in this. But overall, I was bored through a lot of it. And it just didn't really propel anything for the story forward. I'm hoping maybe some at some point in season 11, maybe he runs across this woman again or something. I don't know. I wouldn't but, be surprised. I mean, or that would make up a really cool love triangle between him if they find Connie too, and and this woman, you know, be, or. I can't like, imagine them not doing, it, especially because you cast Lynn Collins, who's like she's exactly a, not a and huge name, nobody. She's, she's a yeah, she's a notable actress as far as she's been in like mm-hmm. movies and things like it's mm-hmm. it's someone where you i could see them coming back especially because there's no definitive answer on where she is so by the end of this episode he's a co-worker that got killed true blood i know we're jumping ahead russ so let's get back to the no no it's fine <laughs> um so yeah so after the cold open we just cut back to them and you know they're out so daryl makes a point of saying he wants to go to the river instead of up north because carol said something about going to to the you know up north to do some hunting 
and Daryl wanted to go down south. So let me ask you this. Do you got knowing what we know at the end of the episode, at the beginning of the episode, do you think his point was to continue his search for Rick just in case, or was he looking for uh, or, or was he looking for Leah? I thought he was looking for Connie. Or or Con- yeah, no, that's a good point too. I figured Connie was either. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought that that's what was on that map. I did, I couldn't make out what was written on there, but um, I thought that that was like his map that was logging his search for Connie, and that's why she did what she did to secretly, you know, pick it up and put it back in his pack. At least that's what I took from it. No, I'm, I mean that that makes sense. <clears throat> but it wasn't. I, I guess my point is, it it wasn't. It wasn't to, I mean, yes, to hunt, but there was more to it. Like, it wasn't just like, he had a reason for going south as opposed to north. And it wasn't just to contradict Carol, but he didn't want to tell her. Like, obviously, right. it had, he, he he had a reason for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he always has a reason. He's not, he doesn't seem to be one that just goes off on a mosey very often. Yeah, yeah. And then they kind of have this little, you know, with the fishing where she's like, oh, she can spear fish, and of course, she goes in and spears a fish uh, right off the bat. Um, but first, Daryl is always like, "Watch this disaster!" Like, yeah, <laughs> he talks to the duck. Yeah, and then it's like lucky shot or something like that, and which we'll see that kind of paralleled uh, okay. down down the road. Also, the dog is back. I mean, we're going to get to the origin of the dog. Well, yeah, like it's right. been a it's been a while since we saw a dog, right? So, yeah, I can't wait. It has a dog's backstory. It has so. a big hero. Well, we got it basically. I mean, it had, we no, had but a big, when he like, disappeared for a minute, fair enough. We had a big like heroic shot of the dog like running back into fray because yeah. I wrote "dog is back" in exclamation point because yes. I seen dog in a while. And now, I wrote and, and I wrote and the motorcycle because it's super useful. This super loud thing that goes around in the woods. <laughs> Would. Would we all agree that after 10 seasons of this and how many ever years has gone in in this, that Daryl has become pretty much an expert tracker and someone that knows the the land pretty well? Why did he not know that he was near where all of this happened five years ago? Uh, I... I... It, I'm not can think odd to me like he was surprised that suddenly he's come across this cabin dog found again but I I guess I wasn't convinced he was surprised. I don't know. I just took it as he was surprised to find the cabin. I don't know. It it, it just seemed weird to me like like it was jarring to him. At least that's the way it read to me and I was just like how would he not know that he was near this? Especially if he had his camp for years set up just a little ways from there. I don't know. It just seemed kind of strange. I'm with Russ as far as I don't think it's a matter of him being surprised by it. I think, you know, his mind's in a different place. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Like, oh, maybe. I, like, like, I've done that. Like, just it's like, oh, yeah, that's where I am. <laughs> uh, I may have read too much into it, but that's the way I was like, how did he, why is he surprised? I mean, the answer is the writers needed him to be. Like, that's, yeah. that's, what, it, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, that was my yeah. mind. But it, it, before before they find the cabin, though, Carol makes a point of saying that um, their their lucks run out, and that they're you know they eventually everything catches up with them. Everywhere they go, they make it for a while, and then it all falls apart. And Alexandria just happened to take longer than. 
the other times that they were someplace and things fell apart. And and Daryl's trying to make the case that no, it's it's not like yeah, Hilltop fell and Hilltop was destroyed and Alexandria is kind of a mess right now, but we're gonna fix it and it's a in you know we're not gonna let things catch up to us. Um, and again, as we get into the to the episode, it uh, it makes a, a little bit more sense for him to say that, but um, but she just kind of makes a point of kind of and again it, it, when we get to the end of the, of the episode, it kind of plays into their conversation where she's ready to to run like you know and and move on um right. and she's was, making her case it was weird to see daryl have to give carol a pep talk yeah and and uh i wrote down a line that carol said because i thought it was decent it was uh everything feels different like everything good in the world is not on our side anymore which you know is like kind of a roundabout saying way of saying you know nothing's good you know is left right yeah, but he's yeah, but you know, Daryl's the one who's coming back to saying we we're going to rebuild after he like, I mean, he walked away from everything for how right. long to look for Rick, right? But yeah. now he's saying no, no, we got to rebuild. I mean, where was he the whole time? I, I don't know. It I just mean, didn't it, kinda, it, it didn't jive with me for some reason. I know it kind of went through more than what's going on in the world than anything else. Carol's working overtime to uh, pitch mm-hmm. the spin-off TV series that they're going to have. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why when the way this episode ended kind of I, I was a little confused. I didn't expect it to end the way the way that it did. But, I mean, we'll get I, there. But I have a theory on that. Um, so, yeah. So it, it, a dog takes off, goes to the cabin. Daryl and Carol get to the cabin and clearly – it's it's obvious that Daryl's been there before. Um, and so then we get the first part of the flashback, which starts off five years ago. And it's a good shot. Too, yes. Right? It, is that the because it is it like, like like a nice fade? Yeah. Uh, and there's like a, I wrote, I, there's, a, there's a lot of good imagery in this episode. Um, it was beautifully shot. Yeah. And it, it's because it's it's almost like maybe early spring or fall you know when they show it because like there's a lot of uh like orange and and uh like leaves you know it, it's a very golden mm-hmm. um it, was, it they filmed it it felt kind of soft obviously flashback yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. um the, the the color palette and everything was was different. you know again a little brighter a little cheerier kind of like a little you know almost like a like a happier time than what they're what they're dealing with now i, I again i i like the i like that transition uh aaron to your point and in, in, in yeah. the way that was shot um but this is back when he was looking for rick so this is you know, again shortly after everything kind of went south and rick <clears throat> rick disappeared and they couldn't find a body and so he's he's been out there um it turns out Daryl has had a summer home this whole time. Yes, saying. <laughs> yeah, the rates are pretty low back then. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, sure. Good, good location. So he's kind of got his own uh, place set up with his map that he's he's tracking. Did anybody thought it think it was odd? I guess they were trying to contrast Carol, but like Carol shows up with like her hair done, like makeup on, you mm-hmm. know, like well dressed and everything. And I was just like, for a minute, it just kind of I don't know. It just took me. It, it it I I don't know. Like every time we see Carol in the flashback, at the time where she was with the, with um, at the kingdom with Henry and you know all of that, everything was good for her at that time. Yeah, I guess it's just the whole makeup thing. Like I don't know what it. I don't know what about that, but it just, I mean, 
in the realm of TV flashbacks to age the, age down the characters, as long as it's not, you know, Michael C. Hall trying to be, you know, teenage Dexter, I'm fine with, with how they look <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> yeah. and, and I get it. I mean, again, because it's not that much of a time difference and they, they need to make sure you understand what's taking place and what time I, I get it. Um, I guess that's just another, another way visually to represent like, Hey, this is younger Carol. This isn't current day Carol. Um, but anyway, it was just something that, that just kind of stood out to me. Um, and, um, she even mentions like, Hey, you, it's been two years. You've been out here looking and you haven't found anything. And, um, you know, what, when are you coming home? And of course, he doesn't uh, have much to say. But she kind of fills him in on on what's going on. I guess that isn't isn't yet. Um, I guess the next time she shows up is when she mentions yeah, that. Yeah, that Maggie. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. So she leaves. She she gives him some stuff. Um. Some supplies and stuff. Um. And then we cut back to Daryl and he's wandering around. He finds a boat. Um. With a body underneath it. And you could tell it this is still in the maybe Rick is out here kind of phase, and he goes right. he's kind of trepidatious as he you know he flips the boat over because he's you know he wants to find out, but he doesn't want to find out um or he's afraid you know that hey this might be him um <clears throat> so he flips over the the boat and obviously the the walker underneath there is not Rick um and <clears throat> then there's a huge storm in his little hovel there um it's the rain's pouring in and he's got his map that has everything kind of plotted out as to where he's been, where he's looked, um, you know, his whole, his whole search pattern and everything. And the, the storm just basically ruins his map and he kind of loses it. He tries to grab it and save it and he's not successful. It kind of falls apart and he just starts, you know, just screaming and, and yelling out, uh, outside. Can't, can't rain all the time. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I was thinking uh, Daryl Dixon crawled through 200 yards of sewer pipe to come out clean on the other side. <laughs> he never looked at paper again. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut back to, um, uh, or then it's one year. It, then it says one year later. So I thought it was interesting how they start with five years ago, mm-hmm. and then they start counting forward. Um, I, I I thought it was dumb, <laughs> dumb for a lack of a better word. Yeah, I mean like, this is, this is some janky way to get this flashback thing going. Yeah. I, I don't know why they just didn't go four years ago and then like three years ago and then two. Like because then it gets cut. Then they're like you know three months later, three months later, eight months later, yeah. ten months later. It's like get the get a fucking rhythm, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I I, I didn't. Are watching this being like oh ten <laughs> only six months, not more, not less. Yeah. Like <laughs> you could have done it by just like changing the season or you know mm-hmm. just, just something offhand in the in the dialogue instead. Of, yeah, and having. Having Carol come by and drop this stuff off, and having him like be in the rain, you could have put that anytime. Right. You know? Actually, you know yeah. what? I asked that flashback question before. There is a distinct one they did. There's one where they did before and now. Right. They kept they kept doing that. That was the thing. Oh, they right. Did. oh right, right. right, right. Now right. that's how they could have done this. Just do before and now. We're smart enough to get that. Yes. Okay. It's, it's a little further in time from the last time we saw a flashback. That's how flashbacks work. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. Jeez, I, and, and there was nothing. There was nothing really that um, significant about the number. It, yeah, of e- exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, we could no reason. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah. So then it says one year later. Um, 
he finds finds dog again, leads him to the cabin this time, and he finds uh, he finds a, a woman in the cabin. Not just any woman, Lynn Collins, dude. Yes, from John Carter of Mars and X Men Origins Wolverine. I mean, oh yeah, specifically that second example. Well, both actually. Yeah, she was in both. Well, I know, but, but 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 specifically, if you're going to call out to Lynn Collins, it's yes from X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> I, I like John Carter more than I liked X Men Origins Wolverine. So oh, I, I can't ride with that. you on that one. Yeah. No, I, I well, I'm kidding because I like John Carter wife... a lot. I just like I I find it funny to be like, yeah, it's the character from X Men Origins Wolverine, that beloved classic. That's right. <laughs> My wife is still mad at me. I made her watch that movie anyway. Ooh. I just remember her from. From that, from that one episode, from True Blood. <laughs> one episode, True Blood. First season. Yeah. Oh, I think he dies like right away, oh. Jubs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't remember. She episode. was in six episodes of True Blood. Fair enough. Six. I don't episodes. remember that. Could, it's it's, it's the first six episodes. Like it's right away. It's pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. She, she spoiler alert gets killed off. Yes. But. She was in yeah. eight episodes of Bosch. Now what? The last season. Oh, I'm not up to the Houston native Lynn Collins, by the way. Hey, there you go. Hey. Ah. And she was married to a guy from The Expanse for a while. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, not just <laughs> any. Not well, who just, was he married to before that? I don't know. Let's talk about that some other time. Uh, <laughs> it was Lynn Collins in the cabin. okay. One yes. year later. <laughs> I'll one see you one now. year later. Yeah, yes. we'll have a flashback, <laughs> and I'll meet you there. All right. So Daryl gets gets uh, f- finds finds Leah Lynn Collins, uh, and then we cut to the present day, yes. and uh, they pull up the the so dog is goes in the cabin. He starts you know going at the floorboards. Um, Carol picks up the floorboards, finds I'm a, so she does she find the she doesn't find the picture because the picture's gone. The, she finds the map no, right no. I thought she found the oh, note. the note, right? Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Note, yeah, duh. Note. Yeah. And basically looks at Daryl and is like, "Hey, what? Like, did did you? What did she say? She says, did you find her or did? Oh, something. Was like, this her it, or? Because she makes it seem like she kind of knew about the about her, she but did, and she and it made me. I should have made a note of it, but it made me go. This is one of those things because this is not the first time a show has done this where they throw a character in late, you know, like throw something backstory into a character that's been on the show for a long time. But it almost was like, yeah, I do remember you did tell me about that girl from back then to kind of enforce it. That she, he, Dave had this talk already. So this is not something where he has to reveal this yeah. whole thing um, to her. She asked, yeah, she asked him if he, if she lived here, you know, Okay. So, okay. I mean, I don't know how much he told her about her, you know. Yeah, I mean, I got the sense that she kind of that he mentioned something, but it was extremely that she's gone, but not the in between that he met somebody and she's gone, and it meant something to him, but that was it, right? That's the implication that that was as far as their conversation probably went. It's it again. It's clumsy. Like, yeah, you know it's yeah, funny because it last week I was saying Maggie. We should have seen the backstory of Maggie, and now I'm like, well, no, because they can't even handle this right. But I don't want to see a whole expensive flashback on that stuff. It's way more complicated. Yeah, because we're trying to fill in all. It does. There's not a lot to fill in this week, no. but when they do, it's like handled so like 
poorly as far as how to like, get us that information. Like, I like what they're trying to do, but it just like there's too much like vague talk between Carol and Daryl, and obviously there's all you know the stuff we're gonna get to, which is like, how okay, much, you're doing this, but <laughs> how much do you think the filming and the COVID restrictions and all of that? played into some of the choices made that were not because that's not a that, I mean, this I isn't a COVID that's thing not, I mean that's not a that's not even a, that's not a shooting thing that is just like no. a, we, we decided to edit it this way and I feel like this way is clumsy regardless yeah, it's, it's, it's a, kind of a clumsy script too yeah not just the editing I mean, you know the script doesn't do the editing any favors and vice versa if you can shoot a walker attack you can shoot Daryl meets a girl in the woods like that's not a hard thing to accomplish no <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think the story choice is obviously a, a COVID thing, clearly. But mm-hmm. I mean, once you've accepted that, I mean, some of the I think the criticisms we're seeing or we're having are like actual story dialogue yeah. editing kind of yeah. kind of thing. That's which, not which to COVID. me, that doesn't scream that that's a that's yeah. a casualty of COVID. That that's yeah. um. Stop trying to let him off the hook, off the hook, Chubbs. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I was just <laughs> saying, you know, I mean, considering that it's a whole different world, you know, I mean, I don't know. It I, just, because it, it seems very strange. Like, last week's episode, God, there was a lot more activity as far as what would have been going on on set to make what we saw last week, you know, versus this. And I'm just like, I don't know, and and to me it is some weird writing choices. But again, I was wondering, you know, what constraints were the writers under? You know, have scenes that don't have more than this going on, or whatever. I don't know. So then we, after after that little spat between the two of them, we cut back to what I'm assuming, it, you know, it, it is where we left off in the in the flashback, which made it kind of strange that we had that weird inner like he gets caught. We have this interlude, and then we cut back, and he's tied. You know, he's tied up, and she's got a shotgun on him. Um, and then they kind of engage in a little bit of small talk. And I, I, I'm guessing what we're supposed to get out of that is her her spidey sense kind of kicks in, and she under she gets the like this guy's not going to hurt me. Like he's not like his intention. Right, yeah, he's 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 a it, it, as near as I can tell a decent person. So she lets he's him. He's an go. angel. He's got, he's got angel wings on his back. There you go. The I'm jacket saying. says it all. <laughs> the biker right, jacket the says it all. Mm-hmm. And the dog likes him. So yeah, I mean. they had that, that, that. There's definitely something to that. Um. <laughs> so then, then we uh, so that lets lets him go. Daryl Daryl leaves. Um, and it goes six months, six months later. So again, it's, it's, we've kind of talked about that. Um, the dog's back and older. We got a lot of dogs this week. You got Yeah. I got a lot of dogs. True. The dog budget was off the chain. Yes. Yes. Literally takes him back to the house and you, she, he said, well, you know, what's the dog's name? And she's like dog. And so it's kind of funny because Daryl has the. Um, moment that everybody probably has towards him with the dog name, like he's like mm. the dog's name's dog, like. <laughs> um, so I, I I just thought that was a, a little funny, a little meta, I guess. Um, well, there's a couple of scenes of that where it's like they it's so much Daryl, like she is just the female version of Daryl at times when they have conversations at each other. Yeah, getting her to talk, it was like yeah, that's what people go through with you, Daryl. Yes. Um, 
So then I he goes. Actually did know, I actually did know someone who named their dog Dog. By the way. Hey so, man, some there's something mm-hmm. for simplicity. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I had a parakeet named Mister Bird. There you go. <laughs> um, so the, this is the scene we get where Daryl's back at his camp, um, and Carol comes back to him and she catches him up. It's like, well, you know, Maggie left with Georgie and, you know, just is kind of, ca- and, oh, I'm going to be, um, oh, this isn't where she says, I guess the next time is when she talks about going to the, to the kingdom, right? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he catches her up on what's going on. So this is Maggie leaving and, and, and all that. Um, then we get eight months later and Daryl's out kind of doing his thing. And Leah comes up and saves him from, uh, to call it a horde is probably a, a, a large gathering of walkers. I guess it wasn't really a horde, yeah. but it was yeah, but, it's just, a, yeah, a pack. Kind of, a this gaggle is another, of walkers. This is another story thing where wouldn't Daryl be able to catch something like this before they got that close to him? But it was necessary for the, I was for the scene. Too. I know you were. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as, as they're, they're able to, to get away and then they're, you know, of course, the obligatory uh, hiding and, and, you know, in each other, literally in each other's face. I can't look you in the eyes. Yeah. Um, I think Carl taught him that move. Yeah. <laughs> it was in one of his scriptures. Um, so then they make it back, and then she she tells um he he tells her to uh to stay away. Like why why are you what, you know why are you coming coming to my yeah. you know my place? Yeah, this was an stay unnecessary away. argument since you've was been it, going to her. Was this the fish one? No, no, no. After no. Fish, That's after next, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, the Norman Reedus mating ritual. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he does on ride too. He just he has a bucket of fishes and drives on the motorcycle. And just throws it. Yeah, fancy woman, fish woman. And then as she's walking away, thinking he's kind of being a douche, she, she's like, "What did she say? My name's Leah, by the way." I think or, or something. Oh, this was a rom com scene right here. Yeah, where yeah. She gets mad and, and I hate you so much. I stay away from my camp. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird to have Hector Elizondo as a bellboy do a double take in the background, but I mean, beyond that. <laughs> yes. Um, so then we get three months after that, um, and this is where Daryl shows up, throws a fish at the door, yeah. uh, and then and then she throws it back at him. Uh, she she goes and throws it back at That's him. That's my own damn fish. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, he even says like, "Why are you always throwing things at me?" I don't know. I, that line caught me funny. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I, I actually thought that was funny. Somebody by zombie apocalypse law, they're now made. Yeah, yeah, that works. The exchanging of the fish as the, uh, the, the the throwing of the fish. Yeah, this is, um, this is as close as Daryl gets to a meat cute. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's one of the deleted scenes from the kingdom when Ezekiel was trying to win over Carol. We didn't see that one where he the, threw the, a fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> By oh, my oh. decree, these are the rules. <laughs> yes. No, that's a sign of a real ladies' man. <laughs> that's why everyone at Oceanside's married. Yes, they just they have plenty of fish to throw. <laughs> so he goes back home with her. Um, so this was the the whole thing with her son. Did mm-hmm. okay. This seemed uh-huh. like 
longer than it needed to be and more complicated than it needed over to be. Over explanation. Yeah. We talked about this last week, the whole over explanation, yes. but was his name boy? Was his name son? What did she name the kid? I mean, she just called him. Bo- no, it's Matthew. No, it's Matthew. Uh, I, know, but I wrote yeah. it down. Yeah, boy. Yeah, his name is boy. I, I mean, it just seems odd. Like she goes on and is like, well, it was my sister or somebody I called my sister. So what I didn't know was like, okay, is this somebody you literally grew up with? Or is this somebody you glommed onto after the apocalypse happened? And she had a boy. Squad. I like, thought it was part of her squad before the squad. So I took yeah. from that that maybe she was military or something. Yeah. Like that. Again, That's it wasn't a whole bunch it. of women that were in a unit together, and then the apocalypse happened. They stuck together, but then, and at either before it happened or right after it happened, the kid was born. But yeah, yeah I think it's the squad. I, mean, I think she. I, I got the. I got the, the. The gist of her story. It's just. The whole you thing needed. to make it sound like she's had a tragic past, just like he had a tragic past. Yeah, and, and I, yeah. yeah, and the the weird thing is, I think they could have explained all that in mm-hmm. in, in been a like, little <laughs> like if if you're gonna go through the trouble of explaining like, hey, this is my son, but it wasn't really my birth son, and it was this. Like, I think they could have made it simpler, like. I don't think they needed to make it as windy and complicated. I didn't think we need all the qualifiers. Yeah, I mean... Like, just say, this is my sister, this is my son. If that's what they meant to you, then just say that. You don't have to be, my sister, but not really my sister, but not really my son. I'm just like, come on, man. But it almost felt like they needed to do a backstory for her to be used... And yeah, that's fine, but on. just uh, they yeah. didn't really commit to it. It just but, kind of seemed kind of wishy washy. But, but then be clear, yeah. It's it's set yeah. there. There's a reason why it's going to add that much more weight to the the moment in season eleven when they come across her again with Daryl Junior. <laughs> that's now her actual kid. I'm just getting tears just thinking about it. <laughs> it's the. I mean, beyond the labyrinthine nature of how to explain a backstory it the whole thing is flawed by nature of i'm throwing a fish at you just so i can glue you back to my cabin and explain to you my backstory there's no reason yeah, for yeah. this except for the fact that the no. plot requires it to be said exactly. it's like but hey we're still in our courtship period you know what you want to hear right now that's right my dramatic backstory because you looked at a picture in my house <laughs> i mean it's there's no, there's no reason for this to be occurring at all well and then <laughs> contrast that with what rick with, with what daryl says right he's like oh i was out here looking for my brother and yeah. i haven't been able to find him and yeah. which is a, which is an effective line read. But I mean, t- but I mean you, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He could have said, "I'm looking for my brother, who's not really my brother, who looked yeah, by yeah. side, who's not yes. really my." Yeah, you know, I'm just like, no, just no. Come on. It, it's like in the Wait. same in the same scene, they had an example of like, yeah, no, that's, done that's poorly, that's, done well. <laughs> that's why I call bullshit on the, the writing of this scene because it's like you literally have an example, the next line, going over like how to do this better, and so it's like there's nothing here except for we need this to be understood because it might matter later on. Like that's the only unreasoning I can think of. And and that's easy, not to beat a dead horse, but if she does come back and becomes a, a part of the show in the final season, that's something that easily or ends up coming back you know as a as a as a down the road in the spinoff or whatever whatever the case is Mm -hmm. then dedicate time to fleshing that out later like 
if it's really important for you to qualify all that, then do it when there's room to breathe with that. Um, you know, nobody's going to really go back and say, oh, she, you know, it's not really, you know, she said it was her son, but it's not really her son. Like, I mean, I, I, like, that's not a criticism I'm going to have down the road is, well, she said it was this and it was actually this. It's like, no, it's, it, I, a, it's not really that important, but B, it's, it, it doesn't really change anything. Um, I hope it's important to all the Walking Dead trivia bar challenges that are going on. I yes. hope that's what really yeah, comes that's handy. Whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he takes her spearfishing. Again, mirrors the scene with Carol, right? She catches, she spears a fish right off the bat. And, uh, you know, and then proves it wasn't a fluke and she does it again. Yeah, um, she's better at fishing than Daryl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Daryl's a, Daryl's a land guy. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe somebody's better at anything than Daryl. I know. And uh, he, he's a he's a lander. You know, don't put don't put him in the air either. He's not very effective in the air. Yeah, but he's got wings. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the irony. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it is. Mer- Merle was an air guy. Mm, true. <laughs> right. Yes. Y- Yondu. You know, he's Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, that's right. I'll kill, I'll kill you. <laughs> so obviously they bond over this. They go back to her place. They have a little little special time. Or it's hi- highly implied that they uh, they get intimate with each other, um, and then we get ten months later. So <laughs> it's like okay, so he lived with her for ten whole months, and I, no, no, it took that long just to get to that point of intimacy. No, that was before the ten month. I thought that was a two weeks. Your your confusion is the episode's fault. Yes, and not exactly. Your confusion. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's like the main thing I had, main gripe I had with this episode was the stupid timeline. Yeah, you yeah. all over the place. Like even saying that they got intimate is questionable. Like, yeah. Yes. Right? They sure. had There's certainly like they 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 formed a kinship. I don't deny this. Right. And I like I don't know why there needed to, there's needed to be so many conversations about the sexuality of Daryl as if that's important. But I mean. The show has largely kept him like asexual. I mean, for sure, it has. Part, so. It has, yeah. I mean, you know, whether or not something's here to like prove something, I, I don't know. I don't know if anything's actually present beyond. Well, I mean, he seems to like her. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, I thought that one scene when they showed her, like when she she looked like she was had no clothes on, and she turned yeah, to kind of look like yeah, she was in a blanket with no clothes on. Yeah. It could be the yeah. But they I made mean, it a point of shooting it in a way that. It could just also just be that she woke up and yeah, she was sad. You know, the the I guess the point being, clearly they've been li- he's been living there or mostly living there or b- been with her for ten months because so when we get the ten months later, um, it's it's that that little vignette starts with her being frustrated that he's leaving again because right. apparent and. Obviously, that's been his thing. So even though they've quote been together, we don't know how much or how. <laughs> how I'm sorry, I'm on the Wikipedia page, and uh, there's a line. There's a line here that's because it's Wikipedia, so I'm going to edit it. It just feels like it's written like with such gay panic, where it says Daryl's Daryl Dixon's sexual orientation was highly debated by fans, but this episode confirms that Daryl is totally heterosexual. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, I'm not by someone that's insecure about things. I don't know. It's like, wow. <laughs> wow. It's the totally that that that, yeah, that to- yeah. exactly yes totally. that's what makes it yeah yes right. it's like yeah. someone pointing at you saying see well there <laughs> was you. that there was that uncut scene where some voiceover said Daryl likes girls 
so yeah, she makes him at this point she kind of makes him choose. It's like, hey, either you're going to you're going to be here, you know, basically be here with me and make make this work or you're going to be somewhere else, like like mentally somewhere. Well, they got else. she gave him three choices actually. There was be with his group. Oh, right. Keep yes. looking for your brother or be with me. Yes. Had uh, he ever considered, you know, Taking her to Alexandria or the hilltop? Were you trying to destroy the flashback? <laughs> well, I'm just saying is that at no point she's, you know, interested, hey, can I meet your friends? Uh, I mean, I think Daryl's watched the show and he's like, everyone keeps dying. Maybe I don't want to introduce him to my yeah. friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the show really gets meta. You've seen, you've seen the show, right? <laughs> yeah, you might not want to do that. So then we cut back to Carol visiting Daryl once again, um, and this time she's talking about how she's going to go to the kingdom, and Ezekiel needs her, and and again, it's like almost Carol wanting, wanting she wants Daryl to say something to her, like, don't go, or stay with me, or... Like she's, it's it's like she's wanting something that's that's just not there. You well, know? I thought the implication. I don't know. I'm confused, but I thought the implication was she was like she wanted to be with, uh, what you call it for Ezekiel from the kingdom, and she was trying to get him to to live to to move on so that she would feel comfortable moving on. Yeah, yeah, yes, th- yes. That's that's a better that's a better explanation. I just I just scrolled down the wikipedia page again and i'm on it apparently someone's editing it with my review in here <laughs> like, okay. oh, wow <laughs> in real time <laughs> yeah, i guess they had like 12 hours to put this in there <laughs> wow why not anyway sorry <laughs> just like oh my name's here on the page <laughs> Ooh. so then the next part has me a little mystified so carol leaves like he's like hey great you know you're gonna go do that you know, it's it's fine. Like, just just go. Is are we supposed to understand like he was having like a sixth sense moment, or he had a sense that something was wrong, or was this a crisis of conscience thing where he's like, no, I've made up my mind. I I know. I guess the letter kind of kind of sums that up. But it was weird because he was in the woods, kind of looking around, and then like I, I don't know. The whole thing was was yeah i, I, I they kind of were him making it to, making it seem like something was wrong and that's well, why he had to go he was trying to contemplate and he finally he was trying to facially tell us that he made the decision before he wrote that note and, that's what i thought and, and i got yeah because what i got out of that was he had a feeling something was wrong so i, I yeah I, you know again more his dog came back and and didn't I guess maybe dogs kept coming back and he thought something was up. It it feels like it's making us do like, you know, like three steps instead of two steps to reach a certain conclusion about what it wants (laughs) to accomplish. So then he goes he goes back to Leah's and the dog is there. So again, this did something happen and she had to leave in a hurry? Did she have the dog stay so that the dog could be with Daryl? Like what? Because I don't get the whole, like, if it's her dog and she's raised this dog, why did the dog not leave with her? Like, that's the part that's, like, 
it, and again, I know honestly, I'm way overthinking this. It's that's Walking what, Dead disappearance, though, when they want to use a character again, right? Yeah, we that, got that's that when it's the, the dog being left behind that convinces me that she's going to be coming back in some way down right. the future. Yeah, and the dog kept going back to him. I, I think that I think again, it was bad sh- the way they shot it, but it seemed like they cut quickly in between. No, the dog kept. I think the dog kept going home and then coming back to Daryl and going home and coming back to Daryl. And usually, when that happens, either she follows the dog back. Well, they yeah. Either (laughs) she follows the dog back and says something to him. And when she didn't do that, that's when I thought he was like, I don't know, something's wrong. Like she has to come to see me, and the dog keeps coming back back to get me. Yeah. So I better check. I thought that that, that was kind of in the, the way they shot it. Because I just watched it. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just was also, shot very badly. Yeah. I also think that this is all a plot by Dog. And Dog lured Daryl back to that cabin to drudge up memories. And then he's now going to go and look, find her and bring her back. And the whole thing, it's a parent trap situation. Master Fine with me. I, I work. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'm reading an I'm reading an article announcing Lynn Collins casting in this thing, and they at the time says that she's only expected to appear in one episode of this batch of episodes, but it's unclear if she'll be joining season eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. in other words, it's like we we might get a chance to work with her again. Let's hold off on killing her off, but mm-hmm. we need to get rid of her really quickly by yeah. the end of the episode, kind of thing. They've done it before, where they don't commit either way. And Jim, by the way, it says Collins is best known for her work in titles like X-Men Origins Wolverine, where she played Kyla Silverfox, and John Carter, where she played Dejah Thoris. <laughs> <laughs> and the number 23. Wow. It's a movie. Yes. <laughs> With Jim Carrey, right? The very same. Uh, the Jim Carrey. It all adds up. Should have been the tagline. <laughs> um, so he, Daryl leaves a note and says, I'm I belong with you. Uh, find me and puts them. It is a big note episode. <laughs> yes. <leaving> notes, <laughs> notes, <laughs> maps, drawings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then puts the note in under the floorboards where she would, yeah. she would, she would be able to find it. Um, and then we cut back to the present and Carol even says, well, do you, do you know what happened to her? She's, is she dead? Is she out there? And he's says, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't read the script yet. Yeah. <laughs> I got blue pages. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get into this very heated conversation about everything, about how, you know, Connie is on, you know, her and, and Daryl's like, yes, it is, you know, is because you just can't leave anything go. And she's like, don't make me apologize because I, I was right. Like, she, you know, Alpha had to go. This had to be done. Like, yeah, the outcome sucked, and I'm sorry for that. But if basically, if I had to do it all over again, I'd have done the exact same thing. Um, this is good. This is a good episode. This is a good fight because it, yeah, it, it starts out one way where mm-hmm. you know uh, Carol's trying to be all Robin Williams, be like it's not your fault, and then she turns it around, and then he turns it around, and he's like, on when he brings up Connie, he's like, no, that's your fault. Uh, <laughs> yes. like, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's a lot of like. I guess like delayed tension, like they kind like they kind of forgave each other, but then this episode's like, no, she he's still pissed off at all. Yes. This. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I think for the for the sake of the group at large, he's kind of kept it in check, you know, to kind yeah. of not have uh-huh. so much disharmony. But but yeah, it's been obviously eaten at her uh, at him. Um, and so he, he just he, got back from a, another woods excursion with um, 
with Kelly. So, like, it's fresh in his mind again, I'd yeah. imagine, also. Yeah. And that's what he was doing to begin with, right? That's why they went on this yeah. little trip, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's all, the whole purpose of this is the fact that she did this thing that caused this. And then, you know, he also talks about her wanting to run. Like, you're always wanting to run, which makes sense, because look what happened after, you know, the same thing happened at the at the prison. You know? You've seen the show, too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so he again he kind of makes a point of like you 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 push things too far you you know you can't help yourself and and then you want to run um and he's it basically he's like go on go like if you want to run you don't want to you know you, you know yeah you shouldn't have come with me yeah I should have just come myself and you, you, you know and if that's what you want to do then do it which is not again I think the the ending in the beginning of this episode very, you know, between the two of them, very, very well done. It's everything yeah, in the middle. It's, yeah, it's, it's everything in the middle. That's really um, <laughs> but not where I thought that this was going to leave off. And I guess you know, part of it is in in my own mind, it's it's kind of been poisoned to where we know, oh, they're getting a spinoff. So obviously, but everything. That's my theory. I'm starting to think that I think that the whole thing of a spinoff show is not going to happen. Rich, I mean, I hear you, but you, you can't like they can't play games like that. You can't you can't you can't have AMC give a, a fake announcement to create an elaborate ruse to throw you off the trail. No, I think <laughs> at the time it was an actual announcement. But Six I months think, ago, they've changed their minds. Yeah, I don't see that. Not I like that. I don't know. I just think that it's all a ploy, you know, to keep us thinking all oh, these characters are safe and blah blah blah. I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange the way that they've done this whole thing. With no, you, well, the, I mean, the way you it, have to build TV for the next thing. I mean, Rick right and now. Rick and Daryl were beating the crap out of each other in a mud hole at one point, and then ended up, you know, Daryl oh, dedicating no, five years of his life to go find him. So, I mean, you know, the fact that they're having this this spat and this fight doesn't mean that they can't, you know, come to grips and and make it right again. No, I, no, I, I, there, I, that, and that's not why. I, I thought this. It's just that it, I don't know, it just seems very odd that they would be taking all of these different takes with these characters with all of us knowing, well, nothing bad's going to happen to these characters. Because well, it's, you need, because you gotta flesh, you gotta flesh this stuff out, man. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's giving it a little bit more it's, meat. You know, I mean, it's I like don't... now Joey's in love with Rachel. We got to make some drama here. Right? I don't know yeah. what to do. Like, that's a bad example because that's definitely a terrible season of television. But okay, and and having Daryl and Carol fight for a while is not going to amount. It's like when what? Like when Morgan and Carol used to fight all the time about like which one of us is the right way, and it was just really annoying mm-hmm. all the time. At least this fight is like fun and like you know intri- in- intriguing to watch because it's like real drama. But I don't think it's no, going to. That it was, but, just, but, I, but I, I'm just saying I don't think it's going to negate like the plans for two years from now that they've announced this show that they're going to spin off to. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think it's just the point of giving them this little conflict for these episodes, and then they can kind of deal with it as it goes. I yeah. went for a friend reference just to recap this. Yes, <laughs> I yes, battle for this debate. Yes, you did. Is there anyone else that he's that close to that you, I mean, that could affect her like that? I mean, she's pretty much done things that hurt everybody in the group, you know, but, you know, and, but the person that she really, 
would care most about in terms of all of this would be Daryl. Who's still on this show trying to find out? Like, yeah. Got hurt in some way. Yeah, I mean, well, who else have they signed to multi-million dollar, multi-year contracts to? <laughs> exactly. So. Rosita. Has she done anything to Rosita? Like, <laughs> seems fine. <laughs> they seem cool. Yeah. I'm waiting for that princess spinoff. <laughs> oh, it's way for it. And that's where we leave the episode. She and Jerry are cool, right? They're, they're, they're hanging out all the time. Well, he forgives everybody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, Jerry's, Jerry's a boss. Yeah. I did like the, yeah, we got that little tidbit there that Carol said is that Jerry's really kind of picking things up and kind of being a leader without having to be, like, even to, uh, like, nobody's asked him to be. He's just kind of stepping up. Right. Um, so I thought that was cool. Because mm-hmm. Jerry's awesome. Like, it's, you know how hard it is to not just make Jerry the cover page uh, for our Facebook group all the time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at. Um, so, Busters, what did we think? This was a buster. Yeah. Rich, what, 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 I'll let you go first. What did you think? Well, how many Busters did you give this episode? Well, I mean, there was a lot of things, a lot of moments in this that I enjoyed. But overall, I, like I said at the beginning, is it didn't really propel the story forward. Uh, where we're going um, it gave us some interesting gaps filled in on Daryl during his time away but I mean honestly what they gave us I really could have used a lot more which would have required more than one episode so I don't know but um, definitely a strong opening and a strong ending um, I, I, I two and a half is really all I can give it, and that's yeah, two and a half. Daryl. Um. Yeah. I mean, just it was just one of those side things. They really. I mean, we didn't really need it. I mean, it was okay if it was if it was edited a little bit better. I think it'd be more enjoyable. But it was a little clunky, and they overdid it with the you know the time jumps and backwards and all that kind of stuff that they didn't really do need and the over explanation of character new character bios we didn't really need so it it just uh uh if it wasn't for the liking these actors you know so much it probably would i probably would have gave it like one buster but um i give it two and a half jim I give it two. Uh, script was a mess. The editing was all the uh, the flashbacks was a mess. The exposition was friggin' laughable. Lynn Collins can actually act, and they kind of wasted her. Uh, I just I just did not like didn't care for this episode at all. I, I realize he's supposed to be filling uh, you know filling the blank episodes for the characters or whatever, but I, I, you could have done it more interestingly and better than this. I'm sorry, I was just very disappointed. So I give it a two. Aaron, I'm on two and a half as well. Like there, I mean the, the book. The, basically, the 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 present day stuff was good. Like I liked that. It's the flashbacks which I feel could have been handled better because, in theory, this should be good. 
I should enjoy having a chance to take a step back and relax with these characters, specifically, you know, one kind of one-on-one episodes where you get to know somebody more because you don't get a lot of that very often. It's very, you know, the Whisperer stuff was so momentum pushed forward, like we have to keep moving, like it's nice to take a breather, but this just, it felt kind of, it just felt plotting and like very ham-fisted and trying to reveal certain pieces of information that only amount to so much, and I'm willing to you know, bet that, yeah, we might see more of this in the future, but as far as this episode goes, as much as I tried to like, you know, the things that were be better handled, there's a lot of it that just wasn't. So, yeah, two and a half busters. Gotcha. Well, I'm in the same boat. Two and a half for me, too. I just, again, the present day stuff was really good, and the other stuff was, like we talked about, was just kind of kind of a bit of a mess, um, which made it uh, which made it hard to, to kind of be super positive about. This is the um, I, I noticed this. this is the note, the episode of the least amount of characters since the uh, the Beth Daryl episode when they're just hanging in the woods and being pissed off at like burning houses and stuff. Oh yeah, fewer characters. All right. Well, that's what we thought. What did the the f- Facebook group uh, think about this episode, Mister Dietz? The Facebook group. Why? Yes, we have a Facebook group. As if you didn't know this. Uh, sitting in a drunk tank with a drunk called Otis. Uh, www.facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, all one word. Join us. Let us know what you think about these episodes. And what uh, the first person out of the gate to tell us this week was Mike Jones. Three dogs out of five. It was awesome to see where dog came from, but little else in the episode really excited me. Leah seems like a very interesting character, but the last thing we need is another are they alive or not situation. Maybe it ties into the Reaper story. I also was left confused by the whole strain Daryl and Carol friendship. Their at-odd stance seemed forced to me. I'm glad we get some more episodes, and there were obvious restrictions, so I'm sure they did what they could. Um, Mary Turkpecki wrote in, uh, Let me preface this by saying I watched the episode early and without commercials, and I believe that plays a part in my 3.75 out of 5 strong right foot feet busters. Uh, these episodes are filler to me, and I'm glad to have them rather than wait longer for next season. I sort of lost interest in the last few episodes of season 10, so these new ones let me reconnect with the characters. I enjoyed Carol and Daryl's uh, banter in the beginning and the heated discussion they share at the end. His relationship with Leah didn't impact me one bit, and I'm using this episode as Dog's backstory. No one can change my mind. Uh, Brent Jones wrote in, uh, I don't even feel right giving this a rating. It was very obvious to me this was filmed with restrictions that limited the scope of what they could do. It was cool to see where Dog came from, but in six hours, years of searching, six years of searching, Daryl never moved. And that's a good point. Yeah, um, that that doesn't even make sense. How are you going to search a whole length of a river and then walking back to the same starting point every night? Uh, I was excited. It was a DNC episode. And uh, that they actually told you when the flashbacks were happening instead of making us guess like they usually do. That was nice. But the episode didn't do much for me aside from that. Uh, Richard Charrington wrote in, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington, uh, for here's a brief glimpse of what the Daryl Carroll spinoff will look like out of five. Uh, Really enjoyed this episode, especially for the backstory of Dog. Although I agree with Brent Jones' comment about just searching one stretch of river over six years. Uh, all in all, it was an enjoyable hour of TV for me. Uh, Lisa Sloat Lockridge wrote in four out of five flung fishes. I liked this episode a lot. In addition to seeing that Dog is the bestest boy around, it was nice to see that Daryl connecting with someone. And it finally puts to rest that whole internet is Daryl gay or straight argument. 
Uh, my only issue is that I think it would have been better if we had some resolution as to what happened to Leah. Is he going to spend six years looking for her like he did with Rick? And Yuki Yoshi Swata wrote in. Hold on a second. I always got to hydrate. Three backdoor pilot tests out of five. Nothing really happens in this episode uh, to warrant my annoying style of bustering instead of a haiku in review. Uh, Daryl meets girl and dog. Fall in love through years they do. Girl leaves Daryl, keeps dog. In short, boring episode just after last. I hope I did it right. Remember, haikus don't need to rhyme. Walking facts. This episode marks Norman Reedus' 125th appearance on the series. He's, so, he's a solar eclipse that happened... In tw- August 21st, 2017, was depicted in this episode, making it one of the few episodes in the Walking Dead franchise to be marked by a specific date. I did not know that, so thank you, Yuki Yoshi. Kempai. And if you, too, would like to be uh, one of the millions who joins in and uh, tells us what they think of the Walking Dead episode, please join us in our Facebook group. We're there. Fantastic. Um, and if you want, you can also send an email. You can send a, an email at WDTV at HHWLOD.com um, if you want to to send it that way instead of the Facebook. I know some people don't do the Facebook. I get it. Um, so that's an avenue that you have there. So where can folks find us on the Internet? Since I didn't do this last week, Aaron, you can go first. <laughs> Um, you can find everything I do at my personal blog, thecodazeek.com. I host a weekly podcast with my friend Abe. It's called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about the weekly movie releases and a lot of commentaries every month. Uh, for the next, for the past several months, we've been doing uh, Hannibal Lecter-focused commentary tracks. So we just uh, recorded Hannibal um, the other day, which is a lot of fun, as long as our Silence of the Lambs and Manhunter episodes. But yeah, that's all there. And I, I'm on. I can't wait till you guys get to Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're excited for Hannibal Rising. Let me tell you. Oh, I bet <laughs> I bet you are. But Clarice is even more. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, it's Hannibal Lecter, and since CBS, CBS is contractually obligated not to include Hannibal in any way whatsoever, he might have to wait a little while. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there'd be none of that. Uh, um, but I'm on We Live Entertainment as well. My reviews for Walking Dead, as well as my movie reviews, can be found there and uh, wisely.com and uh, twittercom slash Aaron's PS4. Mr. Chubtoad. Um, pretty much on social media at Jumptoad01. GM Dietz? Hey, you can catch me every week with Mr. Daryl Taylor and Mr. Donnie Salvo over on Nothing's On uh, at the TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. We just dropped a new episode today, actually, uh, with all kinds of fun uh, shenanigans going on in there. And you can also catch the Players Club there, our monthly look at video games with Jason Hendricks and Gil Cologne. We should be recording a new episode of that this week. Daryl Taylor? Uh, well, everything else you can find on the Taylor Network of podcasts.com where, you know, all the stuff that Jim said and, and more with uh, Gotham by Geeks with uh, Russ over here and uh, uh, who else is on there? Shahasan and uh, sometimes Chris when he shows up. So uh, <laughs> check all that out and more. Excellent. And say for me, like uh, like Daryl mentioned, Gotham by Geeks, uh, when Mr. Taylor isn't uh, late for his, his evening uh, e- evening nap, we, we record that pretty regularly. Oh, I need <laughs> them. I need them. Um, 
and then of course here hhwld.com for this here podcast um and then kind of special stuff as it comes up so uh keep an eye on it well, there's no room in we're, we're room in hell on the dead walk the earth remember if you want to really court a lady throw a fish at her door I don't know. Well, when there's no more room in hell in the dead walk the earth remember always laminate your maps weatherproof gotta weatherproof Good night, everybody.